The information provided is not a substitute for legal and other professional advice where the facts and circumstances warrant. People should always consult their own legal or other professional advisors and discuss the facts and circumstances that apply to their specific circumstances. The information shared on Ask the Landlord is for educational purposes only. Hi everyone, welcome back to Ask the Landlord with your favorite landlord, Albert Dweck. I'm Melissa. I'm one of Albert's producers and a former New York City renter, and together, we're going to be asking this landlord some questions. How's it going, Albert? Good, Melissa. Happy New Year, and Happy New Year to our uh, listeners. Happy 2023, everyone. We're excited. All right. Let's talk about resolutions. I think that's appropriate. So do you have a story that you can share about an incident or a resolution you came to with a tenant that's an example of good communication between landlord and tenant. Was someone problematic? Did anything happen? Something that stands out that is a good lesson to other people. You know, yeah. Thank you, Melissa, for that question. And um, something came up even yesterday that I that I wanted to share that really um, shocked me in a way. And I think it goes back to one of the themes we have here is that I think communication is the most important thing between a landlord and a, and a tenant and just picking up the phone or, you know, scheduling an in-person meeting uh, to talk about an issue. There's always, there's always time to resolve things amicably no matter how far things go, right? So even yesterday, we've been in court with a particular tenant that hasn't paid rent in five years. And, you know, the case was exacerbated by COVID and shutdowns and all that, but the person hasn't paid rent in five years. Basically, we have very few... um, um, particular issues with collections, and but this one just has lingered for a long time. And we're just waiting for the court process to play out. And even where the, the tenant didn't show up in court and just hasn't been communicative at all. And, you know, we're just, you know, unfortunately going through the eviction process and making progress now that we can. And when, as part of the court case now, at the end, I had to like call the tenant or show that I called the tenant to ask them certain questions to make sure that they weren't military or whatever it is. Okay. So uh, I do that and I get the tenant on the phone and I'm like, you know, I just want you to know, you know, we, we have a court case against you and, and you haven't paid and you haven't paid for five years and, you know, you're going to be evicted. He goes, I didn't even know that, you know, there was a court case. And I said, what, you know, and he, and I, he goes, well, we had a problem with this and this in my apartment. I'm like, well, we could have fixed that. You know, why don't we, why don't we start? So then imagine we're in, we're, we're, we're in, we're, we're chasing this guy for five years for no money. And I have a conversation with the guy yesterday. He's like, I want to pay. And I'm like, I want to fix the stuff. And we want to resolve this. And but we're at the like 
you know, 11th hour with a court case that right. we're almost done with. And, you know, and I, and then I called, you know, some people that I work with and I said, did you speak to this person? They said, no. And I said, you know, that's a lesson for me in that, you know, yes, there are some people that I really want, I really don't want to be, have them be in my buildings or around me because, you know, either I made a mistake or having them or it's not working out, you know, for whatever. But, you know, then if some, if person wants to stay and pay and why can't, why can't they have that opportunity to be, stay in their home, you know? Um, so that was a, a, a great reminder that there's always a chance to come to have communication where you think, oh, you know, I haven't communicated with this person. And for whatever reason, we got into a rut of not communicating, you know, and, you know, it just happens, you know, so it shows up on a report. Oh, this person, oh, we're in court. Oh, so you don't call, you know, you're in like a certain mode. But what I learned yesterday again, which was a great lesson, is that there's always a chance to recover. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it takes being pushed to the edge for some people to realize they don't have any other options or, you know, they really have to sometimes get their stuff together that they didn't have, you know, together. They should have, you know, been more responsive. So I immediately took action with that particular person and I said, let me get my property manager on the phone and we'll, we're going to make an appointment to take care of your things. And, you know, he's like, yeah, I'm going to do this and to pay the rent. And I'm like, that's amazing. You know, so I'm hoping that we can resolve that. And I learned that there's no replacement for having a straight conversation with somebody. Always giving someone a chance to, you know, do the right thing. So I think that's an important. That's a motto I live by. Give yourself a chance to do the right thing and give the other person a chance to do the right thing. And sometimes taking a fresh approach to something that you think was not resolvable is useful. And I, that's what I, it was a very, uh, for me, um, enlightening experience, shocking, shocking. I mean, the guy hasn't paid and we haven't been able to reach him in five years. And I'm like, this phone number is your phone number. It works. (laughs) Are you allowed to knock on their door? It's unbelievable. We've knocked a million times. I mean, forget it, you know, and it's just like, for whatever reason, you know, there may be the call that came from me. I don't know, you know, but it just goes to show you just, you know, and I said, look, I said, I don't want to evict you. Right. What do I want you to do? I want you to stay. I want you to pay your rent. That's it. Like, what are we doing? He's like, I want to stay and pay. I'm like, I want you to stay and pay. He goes, and I said, I want to fix whatever issues you have. He goes, I want you to fix much. I'm like, so what are we doing? You know? It's just that lack of communication that created this five-year problem that probably, hopefully, could have been resolved, you know, much sooner. It's... You know, it's so dumb. But who knows? I think also the circumstances of the past, you know, two and a half, three years also probably played into it 
I don't think a five year five years of not paying rent in New York City is not common. Correct. My mouth was open like I'm in shock. Is that common? No. Okay. No, to be to be fair, we have only a couple people like that, and it certainly got exacerbated by the right. programs that the federal government mm-hmm. came out with, and there was certainly uh, there are and were certainly some rules that had to be followed with what you can evict and not can ev- and can't mm-hmm. evict the person, and so and then the courts were backed up. Yeah, so it was right. Like, so now there's crazy. are they staying in the apartment to end on a good note? Or we don't know. So we right can. now they're there, and I'd like to resolve it, but I, it just. But that's a fresh story. It came up yesterday. It's like, right? You know, I'm gonna use that as an example with my team, and you know, for a problem that I thought was unresolvable. Is there a fresh approach to take to to to, to solve that? Like, right. uh, yeah. So, I'm, uh, when you get someone's phone number, you uh, call them right away, face to face, and say, "Is this your phone number?" <laughs> it, you know, you never know. Sometimes calling from a different number that they don't recognize, right? Right, and just say, "Hey, this is my number. If you need me, you this is my number. Call me. That's right. That's Text right. me during business hours, and let me get your number so we can avoid these things." You know, that's right. All right. That's a really that was a really interesting example, super fresh, right? And uh, I think just we've talked about this in a lot of episodes. Communication is key from tenant perspective, from landlord perspective, from even if there's property management companies involved. Just over communicate in a lot of aspects in life is really beneficial. Right, right. Yeah. I think I think that's one of the messages uh, and the purposes of the podcast is to. Bridge the gap between landlords and tenants so that, you know, people can find common ground and get along and produce better housing situations for Mm -hmm. each other. And uh, that's one example of just another example of, you know, pick up the phone. There's human beings here, you know. We're all just people trying to live in the greatest city in the world. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) totally. All right. Thank you so much, Albert. That was great. Thank you. For more episodes, please subscribe to Ask the Landlord on your favorite podcast platform. We'd appreciate it if you left a review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch the show, check out our Ask the Landlord YouTube channel. If you have a question for Albert, feel free to contact him on Instagram at Ask the Landlord and check out his TikTok at Ask the Landlord. Bridging the gap between landlords and tenants, this has been Ask the Landlord. Thanks for listening.